Oh my god, I'm sick. Ryan is sick. Ugh. Ryan has... What do you have? I don't know what I have. You have a stuffed nose. I have a stuffed... Tell well, me your symptoms. Well, last I night... I will be your webmd.com. All right. Last night I woke up with an excruciating sore throat. Yeah. Just one of those where you can't bear to swallow, but you can't bear to do anything. I think there's something wrong with your throat. <laughs> wow. Thank you, webmd. You're welcome. .com. That's me. Uh, uh, but that's kind of gone away. Maybe and I should now... be webmd.biz. <laughs> Maybe. Right? Maybe. Maybe that's available. Maybe, Maybe it is. Uh, and now I just have a... It's left me with a very low voice. Yep. Well, how how far down, much lower would you say I am in terms of octaves? I'd, and, I'd say you're about a fourth lower. I'm about a fourth lower? Yeah, you're, you're like in my territory now. I think I'm lower than you. I don't know about that. Really? 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 Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe so. Hey, so this is episode 82 of Fill Me In. Yes. It's a crossword podcast, in it case is. you were wondering. We have a number of things coming up on today's show. What do we have? Well, we're going to talk some about the pantheon of completists. Yes. That's a very popular topic, a very hot topic it's lately. Hot, yeah, hot, hot, hot topic. Hot. Uh, we have a segment called It's Always Cheating in Philadelphia. It is, indeed. And uh, a new announcement, an announcement of a new uh, event coming up, Fireball Crosswords. Fireball Crosswords. Yes, Fireball. Fireball. Yeah. <laughs> You're just going to say the, the most exciting word of each sentence, I say. Just going to repeat it. 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 All of that and more. After Jags on a Hazing. Next. Viewer mail. Opening it up. <laughs> wow. You like that? That was awesome. <laughs> I've been looking forward to that. <laughs> I have. I have. Uh, our first viewer mail comes to us from Dan Fair, winner of the C Division, winner of the B Division, winner of Lollapazoola 2. Dan wrote to us to say, Joe Krozel is definitely one of those people who wrote their own crossword filling software or Perl script or whatever. Based on his output, I suspect his program is better than anyone else's. I would agree. Well, his crosswords are certainly better than a lot of people. Uh, They're definitely more intricate. They are more intricate, more interesting. He tends to have a lot lot more unique fill. Uh, and th and things that you just don't can't believe are possible. I, yeah. I always go back to the, the, the puzzle where he had the three by three, four three by three blocks of all vowels. Yeah. It's amazing. It's it's really astounding the the stuff he comes up with and and we've talked about him before and he's told us before how he just likes to you know break the standards of the crossword puzzle and uh -huh. making a, a normal puzzle is of no interest to him no uh, and he wants to do different things unique things and I, I don't know what it would take to become the kind of programmer to write your own crossword constructing software I know most people use crossword compiler yes and the most uh, sort of the most to make it their own. What's the word I'm looking for? The the most personalizing? Personalizing. That they do? Wow, that was frustrating. That, that was. Uh, prolific. <laughs> lucrative. <laughs> lucrative. Uh, the most lucrative. The most personalizing they do is to make their own word lists. Right. I think. People, you know, and I've, I do that. I, on, I am a, you know, a famous unpublished crossword constructor. <laughs> and uh, I have my own word list of things that aren't in any of the other lists I have. Right. So that when I'm making a puzzle, if I put something in there, I'm like, oh, look, that's one of mine. I right. Like but, but apparently Joe Crozel rhymes with puzzle. And I think Kevin G. Durr, hyphen Eucalyptus. He made his own thing back when he did that 17 black square puzzle. Because apparently the, the... Barry C. Silk, I believe, wrote his own 
crossword constructing thing too, didn't he? I think he talked to us about that at the ACPT last year. I can believe that. Uh, that he he made something with the, the logarithm or the whatnot in crossword compiler is not as efficient as some people would like it, and so then they tweak it and make it more... I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about either. I actually... I mean, I, I know what you think you're talking about, yes. but I don't understand what it is that Crossword Compiler's not doing for you, right. that you need to go write your own software, because so it seems pretty freaking awesome to me. It does to me as well. Joe Croza, why? what is Crossword Compiler not doing? Yeah, I don't understand it. Mike um, Nothnagel, where are you? Yeah, Mike, what happened to you? You know yes. what happened to Mike? Mike wrote us a, a week ago and said that he had trouble finding episode 80. Uh-huh. We should mention this briefly here. We're still having a few issues with the iTunes and the subscriptions. Right now, uh, on iTunes, I don't think you can get episodes 1 through 79. I don't believe you can. Uh, we're going to fix that. They are going to go back up there eventually. But right now we're having some trouble with feeds. We don't understand feeds. No. If anybody out there understands feeds, and I mean thoroughly understands them, teach us everything you yes, know. We, don't I mean, we know. understand basics, but we certainly don't understand But enough. please enjoy episode 80 and 81 as much as you would like. And soon 82. 82 will be, uh, be yeah. up there. Well, um, I mean, it's up there You're now. sick. You need to be a little closer to your mic. Do I? Yeah, but that would make bit. me closer to you, which I don't know if you want. No, but I do want your voice to be part of this show. Oh, really? Well, yeah. that's, that's very nice of you. Yeah. Wow. Uh, our next viewer mail is from Jonah Jog on an Ankh Kagan. Jog? You are so proud of that. <laughs> you are just so proud of that, aren't you? I just, I just anagrammed his name, and that's the only one I could come that up with. That is not an accurate anagram of his name. <laughs> Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Jog on an ang. On an ang. No. What are you talking about? Well, your anagram has two O's, and Jonah Kagan only has one O. Jonah Kagan also has only two N's, and uh, jog on an ang has three N's. Oh, I see. In fact, the word on is what's screwing you up. I must have screwed this up somehow. Uh, Perhaps Jonah and ang jog would be a, a. an acceptable answer. I don't know how. I must have been sick. I, I think you this. must have been. Uh, anyway, Jonah Jogananonk Kagan writes, I am from Los Angeles, California, which anagrams to? Ryan Hecht. <laughs> Very good. I actually just got back for Thanksgiving break, so I am catching up on all the pro- podcasts. Hope you're feeling well, Jonah. You sound a little sick. <laughs> uh, being from L.A., I actually grew up solving the L.A. Times crossword. I didn't start solving the NYT puzzle regularly until this past year. Speaking of which, I have exciting news. Oh. Oh. Ready? Yeah. Yes. But I think I will have to wait until next week to tell you guys. Okay. Well, I am not stupid, so I think I know what the exciting news probably is, and if you wait until next week to tell us, we'll already know. You know what it is? I have a theory of what it is. Can you say? I can say my theory. What's your theory? That he's got a puzzle in the Times. Oh. That's your theory. I didn't start solving the New York Times puzzle regularly until this past year. Speaking of which, I have exciting news. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I thought his exciting news was he had a subscription to the New York Times. There's nothing in his mail about a subscription. But there is something about the New York Times. Exactly. So I thought maybe he had a subscription. <laughs> why? Why? Why, why, are, why are you doing this? Is that me? not exciting news? Yes, it's very thrilling. You get the paper every Ticker day? tape parade. Let's put them on television. <laughs> well, they put those jackasses on television. They do put a lot of jackasses on television. So why not Why not uh, Jonah Kagan, who's not a jackass? He's not a jackass. By any means. Although jackass, does that anagram to Jonah Kagan? I believe I, it Almost. anagrams to Jonah Ankh. 
Jonah Ankh. Yes. <clears throat> well, Jonah, I don't know what your exciting news is. But I cannot wait is, but, to hear it. But my theory is that you have a puzzle coming up next week in the Times, and uh, if that's the case, I'm certainly thrilled for you. I know you've been working on constructing for a while. We had traded emails with him some months ago that yes. he had submitted and been rejected on a couple of uh, right. puzzles. Um, so now, Jonah, I, uh, I bow to your superiority. If that is, if fact, this is in fact what happens, yes. uh, since I have also been rejected, but not yet accepted. Right. I am a loser. Exactly. Not Daniel Rosen. No, I am not Daniel Rosen. Who, by the way, we have not heard from since we declared him winner of a past contest. I think we have heard from him. Daniel Rosen? Yes. Interesting. Perhaps you have, and I have not. Perhaps. I think you're filtering viewer mail away from me. <laughs> I don't know how I would do that. Our next viewer mail that I do know about came from Adam Hirsch, our friend who most definitely does not work for NPR. And Adam says, three out of three Hirsches agree. We like Ryan singing the mailbag songs and would like him to resume those duties. I like the term mailbag songs. Yeah. I like duties. <laughs> That's also fun. Yeah. Uh, well, yes. so far you're halfway there, Adam, because we'll be Ryan did open the viewer Not that mailbag. we didn't love Amanda Yesnowitz's. Uh, the Imperilous. I very much liked Amanda's offer on the song. But, I liked uh, it as well. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, the classic is where it's at. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Our next viewer mail is from Bruce Sutfin. Yes. I was pleased to hear that September 29th is Amanda's birthday since it is mine as well. Until now, Lech Walesa's birth and Casey Stengel's death on my actual birth date were the two main things I associated with that day. Just figured I should tell you. Well, Bruce, as we know, has been going back to the beginning of the podcast and listening to all of them. Yes. He must have gotten in on that yes. before iTunes cut cut off yes. the first 80 episodes. Uh, and Bruce must have encountered the episode in which we sang Happy Birthday to Amanda. He must have. Yeah. Uh, well, they have the think, same birthday. What do you think are the odds are of, of, of Bruce Sutphin being the uh, reincarnation of Casey Stengel? Uh, fairly low. Fairly low. Fairly low. Not... Impossible. You really want to get into my skepticism over the afterlife? Well, I'm just saying that he... he... I think the possibility is zero. Really? I don't believe in reincarnation, and I don't believe in afterlife and all of that. All right. Uh, uh, Bruce Sutphin, would you, would you or would you not have pitched Don Larson in game... three? I have uh, no idea what you're talking about. 1956 World Series, when he pitched the perfect game. I think Casey Stengel was still managing the Yankees then. Okay. So this would be a good clue, because Casey Stengel did pitch Don Larson. Okay. So if Bruce Sutphin also pitched Don Larson, on, would also pitch Don Larson in that game, then that means the probability is higher, that he is the okay. reincarnation of Casey Stengel. Okay, great. When I was a kid, reincarnation... Who are you, Thomas Heilman? <laughs> no, not when I was a boy. When I was a kid... Oh, okay. Reincarnation always made me think of a flower. Really? Yes. Like the carnation. Oh my god. But it really always made me think of a flower, like a red carnation. That's oh. what I would think of. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, our last viewer mail comes to us from Joe Cabrera, Boston Ma for now. Uh, first, he says Ryan, an itty bitty correction in your telling of Thor's first Marvel comic book appearance. Actually, Don Blake didn't find a cane, he found a stick that he ended up using as a cane because he walked with a limp. I think that is nitpicky. Really? Well, I think a cane can be a stick. What, what, I mean, what makes, what differentiates a cane from a stick? Can't it, any It's st use, I imagine. Well, can't any stick be a cane? 
Can't you just take up a piece of, of wood from the forest? Yeah, but floor? you don't go out into the woods and look at all the trees and say, oh my god, there's 20,000 canes here. You know, like, they like, aren't canes by default. Well, they're not sticks by default either. They're branches. Okay, and then, and then once they fall off the tree, they are still just sticks. Right, and then you pick what I'm saying. I'm going to use this stick as a cane. Right, and then it's a cane. So, what's the difference? The difference is calling it a cane before it's used as one, I think. Well, I think that's he, the difference. So, so, so Thor's hammer. Be like, I'm not going to call you a lawyer, even though you have the potential to become one. You could go to law school and become a lawyer, but I'm not going to call you a lawyer because right now you're just a guy. But, but once I became a lawyer, then I'd call you a lawyer. Right. Yeah. So once, he, so once the stick becomes a cane, I'll call it a cane. Not until then. I I believe that it was a cane to begin with. Why would why would what would be the point of a of for a, it to have been a cane to begin with? Somebody would have had to deem it a cane. Somebody would have had to say this is a cane by either using it as a cane or painting well, it to, to look say like a cane. Didn't maybe somebody did, but apparently Don Blake didn't. Well, Don to Blake, Don Blake it was just a stick. He didn't know the history of the stick. But as soon as he picked it up, it was a cane. Well, as soon as he picked it up, he decided he was going to use it as a cane. I disagree wholeheartedly. Really? Why? Why would? What would be the point of a hammer turning into a stick? A hammer should turn into a cane. That's what makes sense. <laughs> oh, that's what makes sense. Close the thing. Viewer mail. Closing it up. Our next segment is the Pantheon of Completists. Yeah, so we somebody who invented this term? Who you did. I I called it the Pantheon of Completists. I think so. Really? I think. Wow. Mike Nothnagel, if somebody else called this the Pantheon <laughs> of Completists, please let us know. I could totally be wrong. Yeah, I could too. I could I, I think before you called it that it was just the stick of completists. Yeah, yeah, but you have to once you have a stick, you have to give it a, a role. Right. You have to assign it a, a, a purpose. Some people make it into a cane. That's right. Some people make it into a pantheon. That's right. Yes. That's right. Yes. Well, we, you know, we got a couple of people talking to us about the pantheon. I think people want to be in the pantheon of completists. I don't know why. Uh, I don't either. Although I think maybe we should make membership cards. We should. I think we totally. Do should. you have a laminator? You know, my mom has a laminator. Really? Yeah. Well, let's borrow. I your bought a laminator. laminator. I bought a laminator uh, just before I got married because I don't know if you remember we decorated the inside of that tent with uh, hanging yes. photographs yes. of me and Tony, and we laminated each picture. Where, uh, so the, where's your laminator? Well, I gave it to my mom because oh, so after that mom's. I thought I don't need a laminator anymore. And right here, it's been two and a half years, and I haven't needed one. And now so, all of a sudden, well, yeah, I suppose. So right. I can ask my mom whether I can. We'll use make it. cards and we'll send them out. Uh, yeah, that's what we'll. We'll we'll look into that. Uh, Adam Hirsch, who we had on the in the viewer mailbag earlier, suggests uh, a list of completists must logically itself be complete. So enough with claiming that you don't have the entire pantheon someplace. I don't understand this. Well, Adam I, is way too smart. Adam is extremely smart. I think his point is that uh, if we're going to claim that that there is a set of people who have listened to all the podcasts who satisfy this criteria, somehow the roster of this set must exist. Right. And we should know it. <laughs> I think that's his point. I guess it is. I'm going to make the same point I made that probably provoked this message from uh -huh. Adam, which is, how are we to know if you don't tell us? Right. How are we to how know? How are we to know? Right now we know about maybe seven or eight people who right. have listened to every episode and told us. Yes. I think maybe that's the criteria. I don't think it's just that you've listened to all the episodes. I think it's that you've listened and told us. All right. Well, here's the thing. Here's something we're actually going to follow through on. You tell us that you're in the Pantheon of Completists, and we'll, we're going to start a Pantheon of Completists page on the website with either a picture or an image of you. This will be a warm-up to our, 
our our fabled rogue gallery of rogues, rogues gallery. The rogues gallery of rogues. The rogues gallery of rogues. Because okay. this is this is limited to maybe eight to ten people, so I think we can tackle that. You think? I uh, maybe. I doubt it. No, probably not. Okay. Uh, but we'll 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 give it a shot. And our latest member is Bruce Sutphin. Yes, Bruce who Sutphin, writes, who so far is like the star of this episode. This he is. is now two mentions. He is. Okay. I just finished the last episode. I listened to the last eight, I think, for the second time, but wanted to get the whole start to finish in a row. I think it took me a touch over a week. Oh, my God. That is... <laughs> He's listened to all 82 episodes in just over a week? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow. I, and then he says, I look forward to the next one on Tuesday. <laughs> what? Mike Nothnagel, what is wrong with Bruce Sutphin? <laughs> and he finishes with, have a good weekend. Oh, well, thank you very much, Bruce. Um, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with Bruce Sutphin. I, I love that you're listening to all these shows. I, I'm glad you're enjoying them. Congratulations. I can't imagine you'd listen to 82 episodes of something and not like them. You would think. Our next segment uh, that we're going to talk about is uh, about Twitter. Twitter. We're talk about Twitter. We're Twittering a lot. Uh, we are. Ryan Twitters more than I do, but... Uh, I, I try a little bit once in a while. I Twittered for my iPhone. Yeah? I did. How'd that work? Not bad. All right. Not bad. I have some Twitter. I have a Twitter app on my iPhone. What do you have? I don't remember. I have TwitDeck. No, that's not what I have. I have the free one. There's a better one that it costs money. I have a free one, I think. But I, I don't remember I what like it's the called. people who, on the, uh, on the reviews of these applications for the iPhone, who complain about the prices. Where the, like, the most expensive one is two ninety nine. I can't believe how expensive this is. Yeah. You just bought a $3,000 iPhone. <clears throat> The iPhone does not cost $3,000. Well, for anybody out there interested in buying one, you get a brand new iPhone for under $300. I just got my Sprint bill. Yeah? Yeah. How'd that look? <laughs> not so good. No, not so no, much. with huh? that uh, early termination yeah, fee. Canceling yeah. both you and your wife's yeah, accounts. Yeah, it was yep. a little high. That's exactly what Tony and I did. It was a yep. touch high. It was a lot. Yeah. Woo. No. Anyway, the big news we have on Twitter is that uh, two people, Harry Hassel and Dan Fayer's Dan mom. Fayer's mom, both called us out and said, well, I guess called me out because I'm the one who's been using the wrong term. Uh, when you send out a message via Twitter, it's called a tweet, not a twit. Not a twit. Okay. I, 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 why isn't it called a twit? I don't know. It seems like Twitter, twit. I twit, you twit, we he, will she, twit. twits. What are you doing? You're conjugating twit? Yeah, I'm conjugating okay. twit. <laughs> Wait, can you conjugate, a, you conjugate a verb? Well, you, twit is a verb. You decline a noun, you conjugate a verb. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Strunk and White over there. Wow, I don't remember. It's been a long, long time. All right, so that's so we will we will attempt to use the correct terminology. All right, now do your uh, your news story music. Breaking news. Oh, I, oh, oh come on! It's going to be rough. No, come today. on, do it. There you go. So our breaking news story. Our breaking news story is not really breaking. It happened a while ago, but we wanted to talk about it. It's this Sudoku tournament that happened in Philadelphia. Yes. A well, few first weeks of back. all, we all know that Philadelphia is a city full of cheaters. Well, Philadelphia is the uh, the home team location of for the cheaters. Philadelphia Phillies, uh, which include Shane Victorino, who hacked our hacker blog. of our blog. <laughs> I'll bet Shane Victorino is responsible for the busted feed too. I bet he is. I'll bet he's going into the feed, deleting the stuff right. we need, and just going. Ha, ha, I bet he owns Squarespace. Oh, I bet he does. There you he go. sucked us into it. He did. Wow, we fell for that. So there was a tournament. There but was there a was this Sudoku, Sudoku tournament that Will Shorts ran. What was it, in, in, in October or I September? I think it was in October. I think Something. it was like a month ago. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was it was a little like the ACPT, where you solve a bunch of Sudokus, and you're timed on it, and of course, whether you get them right, and then the, the, the three best over the course of the day do the finals up on big... Grease boards. Dry erase boards. <laughs> 
Uh, and you uh, pause. <laughs> I was debating whether or not to say it. Um, and apparently, this guy, this uh, Eugene Varshavsky, 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 Eugene Varshavsky. I think that might be the password this week. <laughs> you think? I think so. Eugene Cheyenne Varshavsky <laughs> uh, apparently like sped through the tournament and finished third overall. Right? I don't know if he finished third overall, but he he made it. He was one of the top three. Oh, okay. So then he did the finals up on the big dry erase boards and couldn't do anything. Didn't do a thing. Like no. entered like one number, right? And that was it, right? And couldn't do anything else. Right. And it was just, wow. How is this even possible? And apparently, what he had, he had, he was wearing a hoodie the yeah. whole time with the hood up. And there might have been people don't know how he cheated, but there was right. Obvious... There's no actual proof of anything. There's just a whole lot of suspicion. Well. There was a, there was a whole lot of suspicion. They put the the all the prize money on hold, and then they brought him in a couple of weeks ago into the Philadelphia Inquirer or whatever, right. whatever it is. And they made him solve some Sudokus right in front of him, right. without the help of anything else around right. him, including ones that he had zipped through at the tournament. Right, and he couldn't do any. And he couldn't do any of it. No. Now apparently he had also like cheated on a previous a, like, a contest, chess tournament, a chess tournament, uh, and well, using I, the same name. Eugene Cheyenne Varshevsky. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, if you're going to cheat on these tournaments, wouldn't you have different names? I, mean, I would it's, think you would. It's not like you have to show your I driver's license at these tournaments. You know, it, I just don't. I don't get it. I, I don't understand cheating. I gotta say. Well, I think he. he here's the thing. He wanted to win three thousand dollars. If you finished yeah. third, he was going to win three thousand dollars. But to me, the embarrassment of going up there and not being able to complete anything in the finals is not worth three thousand dollars. How do you decide to go to a Sudoku tournament? And cheat? And not know anything about Sudoku. I don't know. Like, how, how can you... I could understand maybe if, like, you at least knew how to do it. Like, you know how to do a crossword puzzle. Right. So, if you were to cheat at a crossword competition, you would get up there in the finals, and you would at least be able to, like, write in some answers, wouldn't right. you? Right. I don't get it. No, it's very bizarre. Wow. It's very, very, bizarre. very weird. So, so he did not get any prize money. And, and it's gone to the person who finished fourth. They moved credit. up, and they got the prize money. Right. And they so, never even had to compete on the uh, dry erase boards. Right. Okay. All right. Our next segment is the new Fireball Crosswords. Fireball Crosswords. What does Fireball make you think of? The sun. The sun. Yes. Exactly. And you remember the New York Sun? You remember that old paper, the New York Sun, and the fantastic crossword puzzles uh, edited, edited by, by Peter Gordon? Commissioner. Commissioner Sex Peter Gordon. Threat. Uh, he is launching a new weekly crossword called Fireball Crosswords. It's starting on January 15th. It will cost only $10 to subscribe for the year, which consists of 50 puzzles. Great. Uh, so that's not really weekly. Well, it's all weeks except two. That's a standard year, standard work year. You take two weeks of vacation. Okay. So semi-weekly. No, it's certainly not semi-weekly. What would semi-weekly be? 26 puzzles. No, that's bi-weekly. No, that would be 104 puzzles. Multi-weekly. It's approximately weekly. It's approximately weekly. 50 puzzles for the year. $10. That comes out to 10 cents a puzzle. <laughs> no, it I'm doesn't. Gonna, I have to blow my nose. What <laughs> color are these? What are, who are these Kleenex? What color is this? Green? Yeah, it's green. Kleenex come in different colors. You don't know this. You're colorblind. I am I'm going to continue with Peter's press release here. Uh, <laughs> go to fireballcrosswords.com, and you can try two sample puzzles, which are old themelesses from the New York Sun. And I bet they're great. And if you click the link in the orange box at the top of the screen, you can subscribe to Fireball Crosswords. Now, this is Peter has been trying for the last year or so to uh, 
to to revive, to bring back to life. Yes, exactly. Reincarnate, revive. reincarnate with a red carnation. Yes, uh, the Sun crossword because there were a lot of fans of it, and I know Peter really liked doing it's it. It's a great. Uh, it crossword was a fantastic puzzle. crossword. And uh, now it looks like it is going to be coming back. So That's I am exciting. totally signing up. I've already signed up for yes, this, in fact. I will be signing up. I have already signed up for this. $10 for 50 puzzles. That seems reasonable. How much is that? 50 cents a puzzle. It's 20 cents a puzzle. 20 cents a puzzle? Yeah. How did you work that out? Well, it's $10 for 50 puzzles, which is the same thing as $1 for five puzzles, and therefore 20 cents for one puzzle. Wow. I'm lost. Really? Yes. Mike Nothnagel, would you lead uh, Brian? <laughs> would you lead Ryan to salvation here and... And help him out. But do it only, uh, uh, explain to me in tablespoons and teaspoons. <laughs> right? That sounds good. All right. Uh, last week's contest. Yes. Given to us by Commissioner Peter Gordon. Why so, don't you read it? Okay. Last week's contest. Take the 11-letter full name of a director. Swap letters 2 and 3. Change the first letter by shifting it down the alphabet four spots. And you'll get the last name of an actress. So... We're going to choose our contest Wait, winner. What's the answer? Oh, the answer is oh, the answer is Oliver Stone was the director. And if you switch letters two and three, the L and the I, and then you change the O four letters down, it becomes an S, and you get Silverstone, Alicia Silverstone. I thought it was Alicia. I believe it's Alicia. Really? Yeah. Where's she been? Uh, I don't know. I think maybe she's been living the life of somebody who never belonged in films in the first place. <laughs> she was great in. Clueless. Yes. Yes, that's the only thing she's been great in. She was great in those uh, Aerosmith videos. Not really. Remember her and Liv Tyler? That doesn't make it better. Pillow fight? I've talked about my Liv Tyler problems before, haven't I? What, what's your Liv Tyler problems? I knew Liv Tyler when she was 12. And she oh, was that's rude right. To me. Oh, that's right. Where are you going? Yeah. Where are you going? Something like that. Why don't they have a standards do that? <laughs> it was like that. Yeah. It was like that. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Liv Tyler is Selma Blair. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Stop that doing that with your foot. I'm sorry, I'm sick. That doesn't matter. You don't have to tap dance. We're going to <laughs> we're going to pick the winner of the contest using the not so new pickle yodeling picking winner method. Alright. Hit it. Yes. That's in three D. You think that'll show up on the show? Sure. The 3D-ness that I was doing. I think so. All right, so that was the yodeling pickle turd. The winner is Bruce Sutfin. Bruce Sutfin has won. Thank you very much, Bruce, for your contest submission, also for listening to all 81 episodes. And if you do listen to this episode, you're going to have to contact us and tell us where to send your prize and what your prize should be. Yes. If you would like a Kendoku book, that would be very, very easy for us to provide. Uh, I have one in my hand. Yes. And I would I would tell you that uh, episode 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 puzzle number forty four is a six by six. Okay, there you got that to look forward to. Yes. Of course, if you don't want a Kendoku book, tell us something else, and we'll try to send it to you. So we have a new contest. We're going to call this one the contest of now. The contest of now. The contest of now. I was supposed. I went to Thanksgiving. I went to Memphis on Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes, oh my you god, did. I'm sick. Yes, you are. Uh, Welcome and, to the beginning of episode eighty two. <laughs> and I meant. To print out Patrick's suite of holiday puzzles. And you didn't. I forgot. Of course. So I'm on the, the, the plane and I decided to to do the in flight magazine puzzle. That's and it was a bad horrible. idea. Of course it is. It was horrible. Yeah. Sometimes the in flight magazines are reprints from New York Times. Oh, are they really? Uh, this was not. This was uh, I'm not even gonna say who did it because who knows, maybe he listens to the show and he Who just, did it? I'm not gonna say you did it. Who did it? I wanna know. 
Right there. Okay. Okay. Uh, the, the the title of the puzzle is Wizard of Oz. Okay. And the theme answers, as you can, or the theme entries, as you can see, are bold in case you might miss them. Okay. So then you think you 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 go to one across material for a whitesmith. This is one of the theme answers. Material for a whitesmith. It's tin. Tin. So then I think, oh, okay, there's going to be a thing for tin. There'll be a thing for straw, for lion. Okay. And I think, oh, you know, that's acceptable. That's an acceptable theme. Uh, so then they do have one for, uh, there's female sorcerer, witch. Okay. Uh, an arc of colored light way up high. A rainbow. A rainbow. Uh-huh. A zodiac symbol. A lion. There's a lion. So These then, are all Wizard of Oz things. These are all Wizard of Oz-y type things. And then the central clue, the source of Dorothy's magical power. So this completely breaks the whole thing, because it actually is talking about the Wizard of Oz yeah. in the entry. And the answer... Uh, red shoes. Shoes. Shoes? Shoes. Shoes? Shoes. Shoes is your theme entry. Shoes. All right, now I do want to say, Dorothy doesn't have any magical powers. She doesn't? No. I know that at the end of her dream, she clicks her shoes together and, and goes home. Yes. That's not a magical power. Uh-huh. And that has nothing to do with her shoes anyway. That has to do with Glinda the Good Witch. Glenda. Glinda. Glinda? Glinda. Who's Glenda? Glenda? Glenda Jackson? I don't know. Okay. Maybe. Uh, yeah, she doesn't have any magical powers. No, she doesn't. And it's not shoes, it's red shoes. It's slippers. That's true, it's, it's ruby, ruby slippers. slippers is what it is. That's, the, that's your theme entry. Ruby slippers. Anyway, so then, not only that, there were unchecked squares. Two oh of my them. god, there were. There were unchecked squares, <laughs> and there was an entry, knee pants. Yep. That was six down. 96 across was knee. Oh, that's not acceptable. Uh, 95 across was dewy, and 14 down was do, D-E-W. Oh. This is a horrible, horrible crossword. This is a horrible crossword. And uh, here's the contest. There oh, now, a, this is our contest. This is not our from the Inflight magazine. This, this is the contest of now. The contest of now. Uh, there is an entry, drop kick, which, yes. is a, which is a fun entry. Drop kick. Eight letters, drop kick. Drop kick. That's the entry in the grid. That is the entry in the grid. Okay. And it, it, it uh, is matched up with the worst entry in a crossword I've ever seen. The worst clue, you mean? The worst clue. What yeah. did I say? Entry? entry yeah. I meant clue. The I worst know. clue I've okay. ever seen. 59 down. Letting go of a ball and then booting it when it bounces off the ground. Wow. That's a nice clue. <laughs> well, how horrible is that? That's awful. It's just, the guy, you can just see the guy, how do I explain dropkick in 50 <laughs> words or less? And that's what he came up with. I mean, there's nothing clever about it. No. And dropkick is fun. It's sure. a fun entry. So here's the contest of now is come up with a better clue. That's right. You can be as clever as you want. It doesn't have to pertain to any crossword no. rules. So come up with your own clue for dropkick. Dropkick. And uh, our favorite clue will, will win, win. Uh, the contest of now. And by the way, this is never dropkick has never appeared in the Will Shorts era of the New York Times. Oh, okay. So that's uh, added incentive. Excellent. That yes. sounds good. All right. Look on the horizon! It's a limping man with a stick! <laughs> well, I find myself in drives of travel, Modern Mary comes to me, Speaking words of we love, Let it be! Monday, November 23rd, by Ben Paul. 
more Beatles. Beatles. The Beatles. Why the Why? Beatles? We have so a lot much of Beatles. Beatles. The Beatles and also Shakespeare, I feel, has been in a lot of puzzles lately. Shakespeare quotes. Yeah, Let's Shakespeare pick quotes. old English words and but stick remember, them in puzzles. But remember, didn't we just have Ringo randomly? We, we did have Ringo randomly. It's, it's uh, that's, I think that's going to be that's gonna be like my alter ego. Ringo randomly. <laughs> Ringo randomly. Yeah. Tuesday, November 24th by Vic the Gavel. Fleming and Bonnie L. <laughs> Gentry. Uh, when all is said and done, this is with, with it was not jumping around. Yeah, there was a, where, when when all is said is up there and then down like and the next page yeah. is, is said and done. You had to do puzzles three weeks yeah, in the future it was just to a find lot the rest. Of it. I, you know, as we all know, I am prone to nausea, yeah. and this going up to the top and then going to the bottom and then going across and down. It's a fine puzzle, but... Uh, yeah. Small tangent, uh, if we can, about your nausea. Uh, anybody visited uh, Jim Horn's Expert Info site lately? <laughs> Have you noticed, like, all the text kind of, like, swims around yeah. the screen before settling into place? It's, it's a little disconcerting. I think it's a really fancy new feature. It and, is. And uh, it makes Ryan vomit. It does. Wednesday, November 25th, by Alan E. Parrish. Tire, drain, flag, exhaust, asbestos, elephant. You wrote the script, and I have no idea what you're doing here. <laughs> Those were the theme entries. Okay. I couldn't find the, the the fifth one, so I just put asbestos and elephant, hoping maybe I'd randomly hit on it. And did you? No. No? doesn't seem like I did. No, not at all? All right, well then, what do all of these things have in common? Well, I am tired, I am drained, uh -huh. I am flagged and exhausted. Yeah. I feel like I've been inhaling asbestos, and my nose feels like it's been inside an elephant. Do. Thursday, November 26th, by Paula Gamash, bearer of bad news. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yes. This is all about Macy's parade balloons. Kermit the Frog, Felix the Cat. God. You don't like parades. I don't. I don't I like don't. parades It's either. just huge, huge crowds of people doing nothing except standing in my way. Friday, November 27th, by Ed Sessa. Turkey leftovers. Turkey leftovers. I like turkey leftovers. Do you? Oh, I love turkey leftovers. Do you make them into a sandwich? You know, I usually do. This year, we didn't have any bread. Really? Here in our kitchen. I just didn't have any Are bread. Are you on Atkins? No, we just didn't have any bread. We had so, some hamburger rolls, but so no bread. did you put them on hamburger rolls? No, I ended up just sort of making a little sort of turkey salad in a Tupperware thing. Turkey and gravy and cranberry sauce and stuffing. Lettuce? No. Well, that's not really a salad. I guess not. Saturday, November 28th. You know what? Chicken salad doesn't have lettuce in it. You put lettuce on top of it, though, in a sandwich. You don't have to. You don't have to. Egg salad doesn't have lettuce in it. Ham salad doesn't have lettuce in it. That's celery. That's something green. Not ours. I think they all have oh, something. Oh, we did do celery. We did do we? celery, yes. Are you saying celery? Like it's a three-syllable word? Celery? Celery. Celery. Oh, no, 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 no. Celery. No, it's not celery. It's celery. Fiddler. <laughs> How come that can have three? Varshavsky. <laughs> oh, that's right. The, the password. Varshavsky. Varshavsky. Oh, uh, Saturday, November 28th, by Karen M. Tracy. My nemesis! <laughs> Patarmigan. <laughs> Patarmigan. Okay. Pronounce that for uh, me. No, 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 no. Why don't you start over again and rant like you're supposed to? Oh, on ALer? What the hell? Did you like the rant I wrote for you? I did. Did you like it? Did you agree with it? I don't remember it. Sunday, November 29th by Will Nettiger. This was uh, all stick a QU in the middle of words right. and you get other words. Cued up. Cued up. Queasy rider. That's you. You're a queasy rider. I am a queasy rider. You get car sick? Oh, yes. And air sick? Oh, yes. Boat sick? Oh, yes. Why don't they call it boat sick? Why is it seasick? Um, Actually, if it's air sick and seasick, why isn't it road sick? 
Why do you get car sick? People call it road sick. Road sick? Yeah. Do you call it road sick? No. What happens? Do you throw up or do you just sort of feel gross or what? I have not thrown up. I've thrown up twice in my adult life. Really? I don't throw up. No. You don't throw up? I don't. No. I refuse. You refuse? I do not like doing it. Oh, I don't either. It's horrible. No. Is this really the way we want to end the episode? (laughs) By talking about not throwing up? I have bands. I have uh, 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 bands. Yeah. Air sick bands (laughs) that I wear on the plane now. Yeah? Do they work? I think it's all psychological. Yeah. So if I'm thinking about it, they work. Really? And if they die, if I'm not thinking about it, I can tend to get a little nauseous. Now, does your wife get sick? No, she's pretty good. Yeah? Can no. you read in, in cars? No, That no, makes you sick no, reading in cars? Yes, really? Yes, 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 yes. I don't yes. understand any of that. I don't read in cars because I just don't like to read, but uh, I also don't like being in cars. What I've heard is that... that <laughs>